Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Our show today is called How to Trust Your Gut. Now, you always hear you should trust your gut, you know, but really, what does it mean to trust your gut? I think oftentimes that's how people describe their intuition and they describe it with these words, but you're not really quite sure what they mean. So you also might hear one of the things you might hear is do what feels right. What feels right to you? What does it feel to feel right? But what does it mean to feel right to you? What does that trusting your gut or feeling right mean? I've always wondered that myself. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about how to trust your gut. What does that mean? What does it mean to trust your intuition? What is intuition? And I'll give you some examples and also then um, a process that you can do that might help you in, quote, trusting your gut when you make some decisions, which we're always doing. And we'll do that later in the show. So let's talk a little bit about trusting your gut and intuition. So intuition is something that you're always using. You're always using your intuition uh, because it's always on. Another thing is that we're always making decisions. And that's a good thing because when you make a decision, you can use not just your logic mind, but you can use your intuition as well. So when you have to make decisions, sometimes it's difficult to decide uh, between two things or one thing or anything. And that's where you want to use your intuition. And if you think about it, you might wonder, what is real intuition? How do I know that I've got that gut feeling? And there are some steps you can take to access your real intuition and get some very valuable information from your intuition that it is sending you. So how do you do that? Well, the first thing is that you have to recognize what real intuition is like. If you're a highly sensitive person, you may know that your intuition is working for you, but you may not know or be too clear on what it's trying to tell you. If you're not highly sensitive, you might wonder if you even have intuition. So know that you have intuition. Everybody does. We all have it, but you might not be recognizing it. A common problem I hear all the time is feeling that your intuition is telling you something important, but you don't know if you're making it up or if it's even real. And many people ask questions like, you know, sometimes I have this feeling or I've got, I feel like this energy is running down my arm. What is that? Or I keep seeing faces pop up in my mind. And and is that my intuition telling me something? Or here's another one. I keep hearing this name over and over again. Is that a message? What should I do with it? What should I do about it? Now, if you're not sure if you have intuition or maybe you're wondering if any of your thoughts or feelings or intuition or not, this is very, very common. And this is very true for those who are just starting to work with their intuition to learn how to get it under control. 
And the best way to demystify what intuition is is by knowing the specific characteristics of a true intuitive message that's going to help you indicate that it's real. So in this way, you can understand the ways intuition appear to you and how to distinguish it from your thinking mind, which is really important because our thinking mind gets in the way. Now, most of the time, intuition is not what you think it is. Most of the time, it is not like a full-length movie that runs in your head most of the time and tells you the entire plot, which has you know cause and effect, and this is why they do things, and this is why they did that, or perhaps super detailed that solutions that you have to go and do. It's not always like that. What it, It's more like giving you hints and, and guidance. That's really what it's more like. So now if, if you don't get, some people get this full length movie, they get this little movie in their head, but if you don't get that um, and the detailed picture message, if you don't get that detailed message or that detailed picture, then you're going to think, oh, my intuition doesn't work or that I don't have intuition. And that very common thought is, you know, I think it's talking to me, but I don't know what it's telling me. Now, let's start with intuition won't tell you exactly what you have to do in a stepwise fashion. It's not going to tell you exactly what you need to do. It's going to give you kind of guidance and nudges. More often, it's going to guide you to an answer. So what does that mean? Well, let's take an example. Take a look uh, what how your day goes during your day. You might make many decisions, and your intuition is always communicating with you, especially when you are deciding. You're probably unaware of it because your intuition is talking to you while your thinking mind is deciding what to do. If you're the type that kind of likes to argue with yourself as you're making a decision, then you're probably more likely to miss what your intuition is telling you. It's actually the arguing mind that's a little bit more difficult to hear your intuition. And this is because your intuition is giving you suggestions through some brief ideas and some nudges. And that's easily drowned out by your internal self-criticism. So, for example, I'll give you an example. Suppose you were looking online for uh, um, to go to an event or, or find some, some concert to go to or a social event that interests you. And you happen to find a very interesting site that's offering, oh, a bunch of events. And uh, say it's, you know, local, like at a nearby community center. Now you look down on the website and you look at the calendar and you see the event list. And for each event that you look at, your mind comes up with a reason why you should not try it out, even though several of these are really interesting you. You might think to yourself, oh, that one looks interesting, eh, but it's too long. I don't want. I don't want to get bored. Ooh, or this one looks good. I've always wanted to try that one. Oh, but you know what? It's on a Wednesday. Eh, people don't go out in the middle of the week. I don't want to be the only one there. You know. So you're arguing with yourself. You're kind of going back and forth, and so on. If you constantly criticize your thinking mind and your internal choices, then you're going to miss your intuitive nudges and these hints. But if you're open to recognizing the nudges and the hints, you might find your intuition is leading you to a better, if not a best, decision. So let me share with you a little bit of uh, what happened to me. This, was, this actually happened recently. I was um, surprised. And it's, sometimes it's interesting how my intuition 
works, you know, and as you know, I've been working on it a long time. And sometimes it, uh, I, I don't realize till later that because my mind has been trained to be open and to not dismiss my intuition and not let my thinking mind argue me, argue myself out of, um, paying attention to some of the things that are coming up in my mind, I find out later, oh, gosh, I was, I was guided to do that, or, you know, synchronicities happen because I was following, quote, my guidance. So let me tell you, tell you the little story here. I was leaving uh, from my, it was at the end of my Tai Chi class, and I was leaving to go home, and I wanted to run a quick errand to send out an overnight um, document before I got home. And I was running a little late, and I was in a bit of a rush, so I was trying to decide whether I should go to, say, the post office and send it out priority mail, which is cheap or cheaper, and because of that, I usually that's what I usually do. It's my normal preference, uh, but usually, often, you have to wait on a long line, and you got to fill out lots of forms, and it's, you know, it's kind of a a pain in the neck. So it's not too quick. It's cheap, but it's not too quick. And then I thought, well, maybe I could go to the UPS store because I could just send something out um, overnight. And it'll, you know, the great thing is um, I already had on my, my letter, I already written where it's supposed to go. So all they do is they type in the address for you. You don't have to fill out the form. <laughs> and, but it's way more expensive. And that's part part of why I don't usually go to them for overnight uh, letters because, you know, the post office is cheaper. So I'm in a quandary because I had to go, you know, I had to rush home. And so I pulled out of the parking lot and I started to head towards the post office. And I thought, oh, you know what, let me just be open and decide on the way. And and that's a habit I have now. I When it's something that's not, um, that, you know, you can kind of decide as you're going along, in this case, you know, walking along, I in this case, actually driving along, um, I thought, well, you know, I'll just drive down this road. I'll go towards the post office because the UPS store is a little further down the road. So, you know, I still have some time to figure it out, to decide to be open and see what I should do. So being in a bit of a rush, I figured, okay, I'll look ahead as I come up to the post office, you know, and I'll peek in and see if there uh, there's room in their little parking lot Um and if there, you know, if there's room to park there, then I can just go in there instead of the UPS store. Well, I'm driving along, and I found myself being pulled past the post office. And as as I was kind of almost passing it, I thought, oh, I have to look in the parking lot. And as I did, I realized, oh, um, it's too late. <laughs> I passed the lot, and the lot was pretty much empty. I was like, oh, you know, darn. So. I went on to the UPS store. I figured, all right, well, just what the hey. And as I continued on to the UPS store, I went to the intersection where it's located, and there was a ton of traffic in both directions. Uh, there was a traffic light, and I could look ahead into the parking lot at the UPS store, and it was packed. It was packed with cars. And I, you know, it was, ugh. What am I going to do? All right, well, I could um, turn at the intersection and drive around the block and go back to the post office. But as the light turned green, I had a, a brief fleeting pop-up thought, and it just said, 
just go in. You might find a spot. I just can't, you know, just go in. You might find a spot. So instead of arguing and saying, you know, ah, forget it, I went in. I turned into the lot and made a right turn. And behind this big old pickup truck, which was hi- it was hiding an open spot. And I was like, wow, cool. You know, was that luck? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Um, so I parked went inside and I started to talk to the owner and I I've known this guy for over a decade and you know we had a pretty good relationship and he greeted me and we had our usual small talk and he said you know you could send the second day air for much less than next day air and I was surprised that the cost was comparable to the post office and we spoke you know when he spoke about how you know long we've known each other since he opened the store so many years ago and then he told me he was leaving next week. He'd just gotten an opportunity to um, do another business, and so he sold the store. And I was, I was shocked. I was surprised, and I was, I was a little disappointed he was leaving, but I was happy for him, you know, and that he's, you know, moving on to bigger and better things, and uh, he promised to stay in touch. And then I realized, had I not been nudged to go to the UPS store, where I normally don't go, to send out this letter... I wouldn't have known that he was leaving and I wouldn't have had a chance to say goodbye and, and, and all that. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. That was, uh, not only, you know, did I find that out, but I also, um, I got to send my letter for, you know, still cheap. So, you know, was that, that, was that one of those odd, weird things? It wasn't. Now I think it was my intuition helping me make a better decision. And had I not been open and fought my nudges or berate myself for not deciding, before I got in the car, I would have missed that opportunity, right? So it's, that's an example of how you can, when you're making a decision, you know, it's the state of mind you have to be in is open and for things that may come to you that may help you make that decision rather than forcing yourself and berating yourself to, I have to make the decision, I have to make the right one, I have to make sure that... Um, I think of everything because some things might just push you or pull you or nudge you in the right direction. And you'll find out that the decision that you make based on that, trusting your gut, ends up being the better one. So how do you access that real intuition? How do you trust your gut? So let's talk about the steps that you can take to do that. You can follow these steps. It's going to give you real, a real benefit to getting that, you know, knowing what that trust in your gut is. So the first thing is, number one, is to know how your intuition speaks to you. Your intuition has characteristics, as you've heard me say all the time, such as nudges, feelings, pop-up thoughts. It's not going to be that long movie. It's not going to be lots of description. It's going to be, oh, you know, I found myself just, like, passing the post office. I like, that was odd. You know, all of a sudden I was going a little faster than I thought I, you know, I was, I was going to, and I ended up passing it up, but I didn't kill myself. I didn't get upset about it. I just said, all right, let's go. And, and so I was open. So number two is be open to the intuitive information and don't dismiss it. I could have turned around, right? I could have said, oh, you know, let me turn around. There's a lot of spaces in the post office, but there was a reason why I was, I was passing it. Number three is to reduce that mental self-criticism. Go in the flow and be willing to forgive yourself 
regardless of what you decide. Now, maybe in the end, I would have gone to the post the UPS store and not found a parking spot, or um, and then having to go to the post office anyway. Um, but I'm I'm open to that making the quote mistake. And you know, if it happens, it happens. I believe that everything happens for a reason. So that's number three. So everything happens for a reason. Don't berate yourself. Reduce that mental self-criticism. And the fourth one is to finally remember that your intuition automatically turns on whenever you're making a decision. So be on the lookout for its messages. Keep that in mind. Making a decision actually helps uh, trigger it. So now if you can learn, um, another thing you can do, so those are the four things. Number one, know how your intuition speaks to you. Two, be open to uh, intuitive information. That means don't dismiss things. Um, Number three, reduce your mental self-criticism. And four, know that your intuition is always working when you make a decision or trying to make a decision. Let's put it that way. So another thing you can do to help really solidify this for you is to learn an intuition an intuition technique that works for you. And there are a few of them out there. Uh, there are a lot of them. And I teach one that I happen to think is quite good. Uh, it's a, a, a technique is a step-by-step process you can use to trigger your intuition when you want. So you can practice using your intuition and also how to pay attention to what's coming to you and utilize it in a um, and put. I guess, gather the intuitive messages you're getting to make sense of it. So as you're practicing your intuition, the more familiar familiar you are going to be about noticing when your intuition is talking to you. And that's why you want to have a technique and you want to practice it. I gave you some hints on how you can tune into your gut feeling and give your intuition a chance to be noticed by practicing. The more you practice, the more you're going to notice and get results and experience what intuition is really like. And when you do that, uh, the next time you might find yourself making a better decision because now you're tuned into your gut. Now you know what your feelings are. Now you know what intuition is saying to you. So that's it. That's all about how to trust your gut. If you're interested in more, I've got a lot of resources on my website at lmk88.com. And if you're listening to this, show uh, anywhere other than my app, Um, I would suggest you go to my app. It's Lisa K Radio, and you can get it at my website, lmk88.com. Those of you who are listening, and I know I've got a lot of loyal listeners, thank you for listening. Um, I'm always here. If anybody out there has any questions, just go to my website and send me a, you know, go to the contact page and send me your question. I always love to answer them. So I'm Lisa K. And you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, Conscious Living for Your Soul. Angel blessings to everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.